it's hard being a perfectionist in an imperfect world Mm -hmm. because it's like you're striving for a level that you can never meet you know Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like I'm chasing something that I can't find because it doesn't exist in the natural world I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-20s who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to Detached. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. So great to be back with you guys. I've missed this Detached community. It's been a little while, or it feels like it has. Oh, my God. Um, You know, me and Sierra were talking, and, you know, I think I was going through, I was going through it last week, to say the least, (laughs) and... Sierra was like, you know, I just think it's important that we show up. We don't have to show up perfectly. And that really resonated with me because I think um, being a people pleaser and, you know, like perfection being something that I feel like needs to be met in like every aspect of my life. um, I think, you know, when I show up, I want to show up perfectly. So I think, you know, showing up imperfectly is important, just like doing it messy, just being here. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're here, the um, live from New York, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm back home right now visiting some family after a work trip. Um, But I'm really happy to be here. And also just wanted to be super transparent with you guys, because uh, I think it's important that, you know, you all hear what we go through I mean we we're like very vulnerable on this podcast so you guys are kind of the first people that are hearing what's happening in our lives besides me calling Sierra like you know every day talking about it but um yeah last week I was having a little stressy depressing moment to say (laughs) um I mean like all jokes aside, it's not a good feeling to feel. And when I'm in those spaces, it can get really hard. And now I look back and I was like, wow, I don't know why I was doing that. That was like wild of me. Um, but, um, it feels good to be on the other side of that this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm here. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to show up imperfectly. Mm-hmm. that's why we're doing this right <laughs> yeah and I think you and I are both like very much or you know we're very much perfectionists and like we want to do everything right the first time and I think you know I didn't realize how like how professional we have gotten with this because I realized like you know I <sighs> We just, we don't have to do it perfect every week. We just have to keep showing up. And that's, you know, you and I had that conversation that like, 
I mean, the feedback we've gotten is amazing. And I just like want to keep showing up for everybody who's listening each week. And like, you know, I think that's so hard because we feel like, oh my gosh, well, you know, the description and the show notes has to be good and it has to have a good title. And like, you know, it has, the audio has to be good. And and I think it's been really good, like exposure therapy for us the last <laughs> couple, the last <laughs> few weeks, because we're like, you know, the, the one, um, the audio was, uh, and then, you know, like I couldn't get the other episode out on time and it was just, you know, and, and I think we both kind of realized that like all that matters is that we're doing it and like, we're not professionals. This isn't our full-time job, like yeah. have full-time jobs and, and all that, and, and sort of just like getting back to like the main point of like why we started doing this, um, And so I think that's been a good lesson for us. And that's why, you know, like, we're just, again, like you said, doing it messy, like we're on Zoom. No idea if this is even going to (laughs) record. We we hope. (laughs) We hope it'll record right. Last night we tried and then the audio file disappeared. Yeah. But honestly, I'm like so happy that that happened because I think me and Sierra had a very vulnerable conversation with each other last night Mm -hmm. that we needed to have. Mm-hmm. And it felt I felt so much better after, you know. Terrible. So yeah. I think that was our higher power being like, you know what? You guys needed to have that have that conversation Just between you guys. You. <laughs> um, and that yeah. was important that we had yeah. that. But yeah. oh God. Yeah. Um this past week has been kind of crazy. I've been just well, I guess, yeah. Um, when I was in that moment, I um my birthday's coming up and I, you know, I don't really, I've never really loved celebrating my birthday because I'm a bit older than, you know, my friend group. And I'm like, I'm old. Eh. And that's changed. I, you know, I have embraced it and it's whatever, but I don't know. In high school, it was like a weird thing. And that kind of, that feeling of like being older than everyone kind of, I don't know. It was a weird thing that I just didn't like. And now I'm like, all right, it's like, that's ridiculous, Hannah Jane, like, get over it. <laughs> um, but it's my birthday this month. And originally, I had wanted to plan like this big wiffle ball game with a bunch of people. So I sent a very like unhinged text message to like 20 people in a group chat being like, hey, I really want to do this thing. Let's do this. Here's what we'll, like where it's going to happen. Tentative, whatever. And when I'm like going through it, I'm really good at canceling like every plan that I have within like two months I'm just like I literally can't do anything and I canceled this football thing just like this crazy way and like a bunch of people text me and they're like are you okay and I was like literally no not right now <laughs> um and then my partner we were chatting the other night and they were like uh are you sure you don't want to do wiffle ball? And I was like, of course I want to do wiffle ball. Like I canceled that because I was going through it. Like, yeah, I want to do it. And he was like, all right, well then let's do it. And I was like, I don't want to text everyone. I feel stupid because you know, it was like, how are people going to think that I can follow through with something if I cancel it and whatever. And he was like, the people that love you will show up, you know? Um, pretty much and he didn't say that I said that to myself (laughs) but um, I think it's important to remind ourselves that you know 
we're not perfect. We're allowed to kind of do those things when we think that we need that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like for me, canceling that was my way of being like, I have to bring myself peace. (laughs) And by, you know, reigniting the plan, I'm like, okay, I'm really excited. I get to celebrate my birthday in a way that I really want to. But I think Sierra can attest to the fact that I do cancel things when I get a little overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I like I told you, I kept it on my calendar because I was like, I'm not deleting this because I know there's a chance. Yeah, like two of my temporary. Like I don't want to yeah. do that. I don't want to do anything, so I'm canceling. Yeah, well, it's funny because you know when I feel like you get into those places you don't have perspective like you don't you can't kind of see forward because Mm -hmm. you're so stuck in like that dark place where you feel like you're being crushed and it's like okay well we literally can't even think about the next action um but we had a really good conversation like post (laughs) post the dark place of kind of talking about what each of us needs um when we're in those places you know like literally just come and grab me and let's go get ice cream or get like outside because it's hard to kind of take those actions for yourself and sometimes you do need that support system to like activate (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you know um now I know next time that all I need is a key fob to get into your building and get you out of there But um, it was a good, I think it was a good learning experience for us because we do have so much, we have such an open communication with each other that it's kind of like, it was a really good opportunity for us to be like, yeah, like this is how it affected me. Like, this is how, you know, like the, like it brought up like this fear for me and like, you know, this anxiety because of X, Y, and Z and like sort of just get to like talk about that stuff with each other. And like, you know, I think it was pretty eye opening and like, also it's good because now I know like how to better help you, you know, next time. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think everything's a learning experience, you know, and I like, also new because like I have been in that like depressive space before where I just like yeah you just don't think clearly and you're like this is like I just want to lay here and like do nothing and I can't I don't have the capacity to even think about another person right now and um so that's why I kind of just was like just gonna let her like ride ride this wave and <laughs> just ride the wave you know, no and I think that it's super important because, um, you know, I mean, that experience and then you being able to explain how it made you feel helped, helped make me understand that my feelings, that like my, my actions have consequences to other people, you know? So it's like by me going MIA, I, I'm worrying people and I don't want to be worrying people at the age of 27, you know, I don't want the people that I love to like freak out because I'm going MIA. So it's like, I've learned a lot of tools and therapy and Aleron and other spaces. And it's like, how can I bring those tools into my life when I get a little depressed or anxious? You know, I think it's so important to be able to kind of use those tools um, just in your life to move forward. And 
it was really helpful for me when you explained to me how like my actions made you feel because I think it was really like the first time that I was able to hear someone, you know, just I was able to like really hear you and where you were coming from. And I think that was really important for me to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. I think I was just thinking like, I think this is so important to talk about because I don't think we really, um, I don't, I, I think everybody talks about like the importance of communication in like relationships, but I don't think it gets talked about in friendships enough, you know? Oh my God. No, I, that's like, such a good conversation to have. Oh God. Because it's like, I mean, of course things are like this are going to come up. And like, especially like when you have somebody <clears throat> that you're so close to, or, you know, you even it could be like professional relationships, you know, like it's just everybody. I feel like ends up like most issues arise from miscommunication, you know, and like feeling like you're not getting what you need and sort of that disconnect between two people where it's like, it's like, oh, well, you know, they did this and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm just spending my energy, like being frustrated because I feel like, you know, this for whatever reason, like this was done to me. And it's just, I think, so important because it's like it it could have so easily been, you know, the two of us like me be like, oh, my God, like Hannah Jane just, you know, went dark and like, what am I supposed to do? And like the podcast and like just stress out about it and be like upset. And I was like, no, like the I need to um, be an adult. And like, of course, like I love her and I understand like what she's going through and like leave, you know, that space for her and also express like how it made me feel because it's like, you know, there's just, there's so much room for growth in that. And like, although it's uncomfortable conversations sometimes, you know, like, cause you don't want to like make the other person upset. It's just so important. It's like the only way that I feel like you can move past those things in, in a healthy way. And, um, And it's so cool because now like we had that conversation and now we know how to like approach things and like communicate with each other better going forward, you know? Yeah. Well, I also, I think it's so important to talk about how, when, when you told me that you told me, you were like, wow, you're receiving this really, really well. And I was like, well, yeah, because you're having those feelings and your feelings and emotions are valid because you're having them. And I didn't feel bad because, you know, you brought that into a very like safe space where we were talking about it, where it was like, you're, you know, like this experience you're going through is so okay to have, but like, how can we communicate better before, during, after? So we know that, you know, we can show up for detached, we can show up for each other. So I think those conversations are really important to have with your friends because of like your friends are your family, you know, like when you leave home, like your physical home, you know, you move to a new place, you have a new community of people and that community becomes your family. You've become my family. And it's like, I don't want to let, I don't want to let my family down, you know? And I think it's important to recognize that we can be in those anxious, depressed spaces. And 
it's okay to think about ourselves because in that moment, I think it's really important to give yourself that self-care, but it's also important to recognize that your actions are, are having, you know, like other people are seeing and feeling those and their emotions are valid too. Um, so that was just like, I'm not happy that I went through that experience, but I, I almost am because I feel like it's brought me a lot of perspective kind of post mm-hmm. <laughs> post situation because I don't know, it's, you know, it's like, wow, I'm getting closer to figuring out how to deal with these little things in my life that happen that feel like the end of the world, but they're not, you know? Right. Oh. And um, my mom has this little saying in her house. It's like uh, on one of those, you know, little wooden things and, you know, one of those cute little sayings, but it's like, not going to be perfect. We're going to stumble, but we'll make it part of our beautiful dance. And I love that. I think when, when we're in that place of like perfectionism, like, cause I, I've been somebody who's like, I've been a perfectionist my whole life. And so there were so many things growing up as a kid. Like I, I know my mom tried to get me in like so many different sports and stuff when I was younger. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I, okay, I only laugh. <laughs> You know, can you imagine stubborn little Sierra? Um, no, she tried to get me in like different things when I was a kid and I would do them and I wasn't perfect at it the first time. I'd be like, I'm, I'm never doing that again. And I like would not like do I'm it. I'm quitting. I can't do yeah, it. I'm yeah. quitting. I can't do it because I'm not good at it. And it's like, who's good at something the first time they try it? No one. I like, do the same the thing. It's so bad. I tried yeah. tennis once and I was like, I'm horrible at this. I literally can never play again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy though. Like in... And I've done that as an adult until up until recently. And I swear, Orange Theory. <laughs> Let's bring it around. You knew it was coming. <laughs> knew it was coming. Um, no, but Orange Theory, like, it. okay, if, if anybody's ever taken an Orange Theory class, your first class, it's like a freaking tornado. You have no idea what's happening. They're yelling all these terms. Like, you don't know what any of it means. It's it's just so hectic. And, like, you're like, oh, I'm supposed to get off this machine now? What are we doing? Like, it's just confusion. And I, I remember my first class, I was like, oh, my God, I don't understand what I'm doing. I'm not good at this. And, like, literally halfway through the class, I was like, no, no, you're not going to do this. Like, it's so fine. Of course you don't know how to do this. This is your first time doing it. Like, have grace, you know? And so I like tried really hard the whole, it took me over a month to to understand what was going on because I'm like, I'm just the kind of person who like doesn't, when I see instructions in front of me, like I don't pick it up the first time. Like it takes me a few times to really understand like what I'm doing. And then once I do, then I like master it. But like, I, it took me like a full month to be like, oh my gosh. Okay. Like you're getting somewhat okay at this. And I think it was so huge for me to like recognize that I just for once was like being okay with not being good at something. And now I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Um, (laughs) Now I'm mastering it. It's fine. (laughs) But, but that was, and it's just, it's so eye-opening because it's like, well, like I, like orange theory is such a big part of my recovery and just 
like exercise in general has just saved me over the last six months. And I feel like had I gone into it, like, oh my God, I'm not good at this. And just never, and just been like, I'm not doing that. I'm not signing up. I'm not going back. Like that was, I, I didn't know how to do that. You know, like I can't even imagine, like that makes me so sad to even think about that. I could have prevented myself from like, just not having that opportunity for something so great in my life because I, I didn't want to like do it imperfectly, you know? I love that because when I started, (laughs) when I started doing CrossFit, there were all of these terms like Mm -hmm. snatch and push jerk. And I was like, that's insane. Like, what does this mean? (laughs) And I was, I was getting anxious, like going to class and having to like ask questions. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. that's like literally why they're here, like to answer questions and Mm -hmm. help you. And it's, it's hard being a perfectionist in an imperfect world Mm -hmm. because it's like you're striving for a level that you can never meet you know so Mm -hmm. it's like it's like I'm chasing something that I can't find because it doesn't exist in the natural world (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. I feel like lately I've really been taking on this it's okay to fail and it's okay to ask questions mentality I mean I've taken on my it's okay to ask questions mentality for a few years now and I love it because I really learned that people really enjoy sharing their wisdom and their knowledge you know at least if they're if they're helpful people who want to teach um no one's ever like gatekeeping information and if they are that's crazy and you don't want to hang around them (laughs) or I don't want to be around that kind of a person but you know it's it's just a good lesson for me to remind myself that I don't need to do anything perfectly and I can never do anything Mm -hmm. perfectly it's going to, it's going to drive me to insanity, you know? Um, but it's just, it's funny because I remember going to my first CrossFit class. I was like, so anxious. I was like, all these people know what they're doing and they're stronger than me. And I feel so stupid. And I was like, everyone starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like you, you think like an, like an, I don't know, like an Olympic athlete is like starting from nowhere. And then it's just like, Oh, I can't believe that I'm not good enough to go to the Olympics. All right. I'm going to quit. Not that I'm comparing myself to an Olympian in (laughs) any way. (laughs) (laughs) Just making that clear. But, um, you know, we all start somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to remind ourselves that, um, yeah, we're all just, we're all just trying to, you know, do life. (laughs) And I think something that ties into like perfectionism is like, for me, at least like physical appearance and like body dysmorphia, I think has been such a huge part of my life. And I've been struggling like the last month with like some acne that has just completely like torn down my self-confidence. And I, I know that can sound like so ridiculous and people are like, that's stupid, but like, it's not stupid to me. So it's not stupid. Um, and, uh, you know, I've definitely been struggling, I think with like food lately. Um, 
I think I'm like allergic to something that I'm eating. Well, I know I am. And I just can't figure it out. Um, and it's been very frustrating because I like didn't, I like didn't do anything social for like two weeks, like mid kind of March, because I was so self-conscious of this acne I had on my face. I felt so ugly and gross, but it like completely tore down like my foundation of who I was. And I was like, wow, it was so insane to me that something so minute and not important was having that effect on me. And, you know, I really, I'd love to be able to say, oh, like that doesn't matter, but that's just not the truth for me right now. Um, I think it's something that, you know, I've always felt really uncomfortable with, like definitely on my face because I suffered with that in high school really badly. And you know, in high school, it's just, it's high school, right? So you're like going through all the phases of being a teenager and then having like really bad acne. It's like just hard. Um, It's also like, it can be painful. It can be hormonal. It can be cystic, whatever. But it just, that was really hard navigating in high school. And then I kind of phased out of it. And I was like, oh, this is amazing, you know? when I would get one pimple once in a while, I'd be like, oh, it's the end of the world. And when it kind of started coming back like badly in the mid in early March, it was like such a blow to my confidence. It was so hard. Um, but I actually saw my mom literally today and she was like, you're having an allergic reaction. Like what's happening on your face? Like that is an, it looks allergic. Um, like an allergy. And I was like, what am I allergic to? Like, it's so frustrating. So it's just, I don't know that. I think that has been an annoying, but good experience for me to have to remind myself that, you know, like, beauty isn't tied to your like physical appearance in any way. I think it has, there's so many layers of beauty in my personal opinion. Um, And I don't know where I was going with that, but that definitely has been hard for me lately. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's, you know, obviously been on your heart and stuff. And I think that's, we're here to share that. Um, I also, well, I don't know anybody who doesn't struggle with like being self-conscious. I feel like I was going to say, I also struggle with that, but I think everybody does. Um, I, uh, we were talking earlier and, um, I so recently have like lost a good amount of weight and I cannot seem to find a pair of leggings that will like stay on while I'm running. <laughs> recommendations needed. Yeah, recommendations Please send needed. Them. I, I just, I like wearing high-waisted leggings that like they slip down a lot. And like, I literally, I went on a hot girl walk before this and I wanted to run part of it. And like, I started running and like my pants start slipping down a little bit. And I just am so self-conscious. I'm like, no, I can't like have like, cause I had a crop top on with my leggings. And I was like, I can't like my leggings can't fall down. Like, cause I don't feel good about like that part of my body. And like, it just was, I was so frustrated because I was like, this is like limiting my my run, like I want to be running, but I literally could not like not care about how I looked enough to be able to just 
not care and just focus on running. Um, so it just kept disrupting my walk and slash run. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's such a silly example, but it just really made me realize like, oh my gosh, I, you know, cause I like to think of myself as a confident person, but I was like, wow, I really care like what other people think, because I am like letting this, like, you know, being self-conscious of what I look like right now while I'm running, uh, like affect my exercise, you know, and affect like what I'm doing because I just like, could not, you know, (laughs) this whole example sounds so funny. (laughs) Saying out loud. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but it's so true though. And it just was really eye-opening for me to be like, wow, I really, I really should work on that. And I like was thinking about it when I was like running and like pulling my pants up. The image I had in my head is just hilarious. (laughs) So yeah, it's so embarrassing. But it's like I was just like as I was like, you know, this whole thing was going on, I was like what if I just like, didn't care? And what if I just like, you know, let my pants roll down a little bit and like wearing a crop top and like, oh my God, God forbid somebody sees like what my stomach looks like. You know what I mean? Like it just, it was, it just was interesting. I was like, I really need to work on this, you know? And oh my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's so wild how those like intrusive thoughts kind of like you know come in I mean it's just like with this acne like it's literally not the end of the world and I'm so aware of that and I feel like I feel stupid for even saying that's like you know it's like taking the foundation of who I am out from under me with like a few pimples but it's like it's kind of insane how things like that can really affect you oh my god it just I feel so crazy and stupid for thinking that. And I, I know it's like when I see someone with acne, I'm not like, Oh, they have acne. Mm-hmm. Like, right. That's crazy. I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's it? Exactly. It doesn't change anything about who that person is or what it just, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. But for me, it felt, it feels horrible. Right. And I don't know. I, it's like frustrating that I feel that way about something that literally doesn't matter at all in any way, you know? And I wish that I was this uber like evolved human being who like didn't care at all, but here I am an imperfect human judging myself for something stupid. (laughs) Like, you know, I I was going to say like, you know, I think you and I are really good at like gaslighting ourselves. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Because we're like, oh, okay, I'm aware that I'm doing this thing and I'm aware that it's not healthy and I should stop doing that. And so like these feelings aren't valid, therefore, you know, Um, and I think (laughs) it's so crazy, but like, I think we can acknowledge that we have enough self-awareness to like know what we're doing, know that it's not a helpful behavior, but then not be hard on ourselves for, you know, responding or feeling that way, just accept the way it is, but then like be more aware of it. So like, you know, 
maybe it doesn't happen that same way next time. Or maybe, you know, like I, I will say like, as hard as I am on like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just be comfortable and like, just run and like not care what anybody thinks. Like I felt really cute yesterday at the gym and, (laughs) and like wore like a, a crop top, you know? And so like, it's, like that's progress. And like, I do recognize that progress and that like, I'm doing better and I feel more confident with myself. And like, you know, it's not all like, ah, like, why do I do that? I have to do better. Um, you know, so I don't know, you and I are just very hard on ourselves sometimes. And I think so many people can relate to that. And it's just like, whoo, Sierra, take a deep breath. <laughs> Yeah. It's like normalize being okay in the imperfection. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's, I mean, so much easier said than done. Um, I know for both of us, like we, we're, we're really hard on ourselves. You yeah. know, I know I can speak for myself and I think I can speak for you on that too, <laughs> because I know you, <laughs> but we're really hard on ourselves. It's like, and it's hard to give yourself grace when you hold yourself to this certain standard and, you know, you want to meet that standard every single time. But I think it's so important to remind ourselves to like give ourselves a little hug once in a while and remind ourselves that it's okay that, you know, you might not have been able to get 10 things done today and you only got eight, you know, um, it's just, it's important to remind ourselves that we have one life to live. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only here for as much time as we're here for. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth it to stress over those imperfections. My God, I wish I could like tell myself this stuff, like when I'm going through that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that when I'm in those like moods or moments or, you know, kind of self critical phase, I wish that I could tell little Hannah Jane, little Sierra that like those things just don't matter in the, in the larger scheme of things, you know? Well, I think at this point we might wrap it up. I'm so glad that we were able to show up for you guys, maybe a little imperfectly this week, but kind of a perfect topic for maybe a little bit of a, an imperfect week, you know? Um, so thankful for this detached community and for you, Sierra. I love you so much. Um, I love this was such a good conversation. I just yeah, really I'm good. so shocked at how like yeah, just each week I feel like oh I'm so thankful, I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we, you know, were able to like reconnect on this and like do this again because it feels like home, you know, recording. Yeah, oh you and it does I just yeah I was missing my little hand jean time <laughs> so I'm back baby <laughs> in all of my imperfectionist <laughs> all of my imperfect form 